When it comes to building your six-figure solopreneur business, there's only a few things that are actually required for you to hit that goal, especially if you want to hit it in the next 12 months or less. Hi, hello, welcome or welcome back to the Six Figure Simplify podcast. I'm your host, Lou, and I'm a simplicity strategist here to help you simplify your business to make your next six figures. Today's episode is basically a masterclass in audio form because I'm going to share with you the four components to building a six-figure solopreneur business, especially if you want to do it in the next 12 months or less. So grab a notebook, grab a pen, save this episode because it is so juicy. So one of the things that I absolutely love about doing this work is that I love sharing with people that becoming a six-figure solopreneur is easier than you think. Making your first or your next 100K as a solopreneur is so much easier now than it has ever been. And the thing is, you can get to your first 50K or even that first 100K with a chaotic business. But as I talked about in episode three, simplifying your business now is how you ensure that you're going to have a simple, successful business for years to come. That's the whole mission behind my work as a simplicity strategist. But I want to share with you in today's episode just how simple it can really be by sharing with you the four components of a six-figure solopreneur business. So this is information that I've gathered from the data from my two previous businesses, as well as my experience in working directly with solopreneur coaches and service providers. I noticed that the ones that were really successful, the ones that were able to not only meet and surpass that six-figure level and really just stand the test of time within the industry, they all have these four components and they're all things that you can create in your business right now. I want you to really take note of this episode because if you're not sure about where to get started or you just want to make sure that you're on the right track to making your next six figures as simply as possible, then these four components are really important indicators that you're there already. And if you're missing any of them, well, you know where you need to focus. All right, so the first component of a six-figure solopreneur business is having a six-figure business model. You're probably at the stage right now where you have the belief that you can be a six-figure solopreneur, right? But you don't necessarily have a strategic and intentional business model to support that belief. I like to think of it like this. Beliefs are intentional thoughts that we have, right? They're almost as if our thoughts are clothes that we try on each day. Your belief can be a particular shirt that you're trying on, right? Or whatever image is kind of coming to your mind. The core belief here is that you can be a six-figure solopreneur, that this is possible for you. Other people have done it. You can definitely do it too, that sort of thing. But the problem with belief especially when you're before this first 100k stage, is that the belief is often just existing by itself. It doesn't exist in relation to corresponding evidence because you don't necessarily have that evidence yet. 
maybe you haven't booked any coaching clients before, or you simply haven't made your first 100K yet. You know, this isn't passing judgment. This is making an observation and a statement about the current level of business that you're in right now in this moment. And so what we need to do is create the action and create the tangibility to hold that belief. And we do that by matching the belief to the business model that will support that identity. So a lot of solopreneurs I see really struggle with this because they're so hyper-focused on creating results now that they're not necessarily thinking about the future or thinking about long-term momentum. And what I mean by this is you're most likely thinking about how can I make more money right now? How can I make more money this month? Versus how can I make more money in my business revenue for the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 20 years? At this point, once you've already created a little bit of action, you've made your first offer, right? You've worked with your first client. Now we have some momentum that is happening, right? And now we actually have data to support the actions that we need to take further in order to solidify the legacy of your business. And so your six-figure business model is really thinking about, all right, what kind of business do I actually want to have? And this isn't just like looking at the surface of how much money do I want to make? Like how many followers do I want to have on social media? Like I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about specifically is thinking about, all right, what kind of life do I want to have? And creating a business around lifestyle design, creating a business that supports the values that are really important to you and the life that you want to have rather than vice versa. So I'll give myself as an example. I intentionally chose to have a high ticket, low volume business model because this best supports the life that I want to have. I don't relish being online and working all the time. So I know that a low ticket, high volume business model like digital products, affiliate ships, things like that are really not in alignment with the life that I want to have. I want to have the freedom to go and travel and be unplugged from my laptop, not even bring my laptop on a trip if I don't feel like it, right? And still know that my clients are being served. I also really value one-on-one. I actually don't want to transition into big group programs. I love the intimacy of working with people one-on-one over a long period of time and centering that as the offer, the central offer, the signature offer in my business. And I want to do that and still, you know, scale and still leverage my time and create a business that is supported by the frameworks and the ideas that are part of my unique brilliance, but in a way that still creates intimacy with people, right? And so what I realized is what actually supports that is creating high ticket signature offer, which I'll get into in a minute, that maybe I work with less people a year, but that's okay because I can still hit my revenue goals and still have the freedom and the flexibility to 
enjoy life outside of work. So that's how I chose my business model. I thought about the lifestyle design. I also looked at other tools like human design, and that helped me to get a better sense of what my lifestyle design could look like. This helps me to create and choose the six-figure business model that would get me to my first and next six figures. So that is the very first component of a six-figure solopreneur business is choosing your six-figure business model and choosing it not just by how you feel, but choosing it intentionally and strategically. All right, so let's get into the second component of a six-figure solopreneur business, which is a signature scalable offer. Right now, you're probably in a space where you're not necessarily precious about your offers, which is actually the best thing that you can do when you're first getting started. You're still building the belief that you can be a six-figure solopreneur, you just gotta like put offers out there and just try because at that point, you need to get really comfortable at creating offers, marketing them, selling them, and go through the process of learning how to work with clients inside of offer containers. That's just a non-negotiable. So when it comes to creating a signature scalable offer, this is thinking intentionally and strategically about the offer that you want to centralize within your six-figure business model. And actually intentionally choosing your six-figure business model helps you to begin to sort out what your signature offer is even going to look like. For most people, you're either going to choose a high ticket, low volume business model, or you're going to choose a low ticket, high volume business model. The difference between those is, you know, centralized within two things. It's the price point. So I categorize a high ticket business model by selling an offer that is going to be priced anywhere from $3,000 and above. And low ticket is going to be anything that is priced $2,000 or below. And when we think about this business, these business models, this other thing that we want to consider is the volume of people that are required to sustain this business model. So for low ticket offers, if they're going to be $2,000 or less per offer, then that's going to require you to have just based on math, a higher number of clients on a consistent basis in order to maintain and to reach that six-figure goal. And by contrast, when you have a high-ticket offer, that's going to require less clients for you to work with in order to sustain that business model. So when you're thinking about your six-figure business model, you have to consider you know, your lifestyle design, your values, all those things, but this also informs what your signature offer is going to look like. So for me, again, thinking about all these things, it made it really easy to make the decision to create a high ticket service offer. The data itself showed me that coaching was the second highest piece of my income generating pie, if you will. Out of all the offers that I had, it was number two. It was the one that had generated the fastest with the least amount of clients and it was the one that was most aligned with the business model that I wanted to have. So that's how I made the decision to zero in on it 
as my signature offer. So for you, what this looks like is thinking about, okay, like what, what kind of six-figure solopreneur do I even want to be, right? Are you a coach? Are you a service provider providing some sort of done for you or done with you offer, right? Those are fantastic for creating high ticket service offers. They're also the easiest to create because you don't necessarily need to have a plethora of resources. It's essentially, it can be done with just you and the client in a video conferencing link. And of course, it needs to be priced at $3,000 or more. I like to say you can start off with $3,000 for three months or $1,000 each month on a payment plan. There you go. That is your signature scalable offer. And then as you continue to evolve within that offer, right, you can transition that offer. So let's say that you start off doing one-on-one coaching, right? You can eventually graduate that offer, keeping essentially the same offer and graduate it into a new evolution, a new form through creating a group program or creating an evergreen program, so on and so forth. You can also just start off with a group program. You don't have to start off with one-on-one coaching or one-on-one service providing if you don't want to, but there are strategic things that I think that you have to have in place in order to do that. But the most important thing about having a signature scalable offer is that this is your core offer. So all of the other things that you kind of get inspired to create or bring into your offer, thinking at a six-figure solopreneur level requires you to be more strategic about what's actually required to sustain this offer, to make it better, and to improve it over time. So there's a certain level of discipline that comes with making the decision to have a signature scalable offer because that means like you're by default choosing not to have the traditional ascension model. You don't have necessarily freebies and low ticket offers to warm people up and bring them through your offer ladder, your product suite. People can just enroll and apply to work with you right through your signature offer. That takes a different level of thinking, especially when you're doing it at a high ticket, low volume level versus a low ticket, high volume level. So that's definitely something that we focus on inside of Six Figure Simplify. It's again, what is required to sustain these decisions. So that is the second component of a Six Figure Solopreneur business, having a signature scalable offer. All right, so let's move on to the third component of a six-figure solopreneur business, which is having a simplified marketing plan. So right now, you may not even have a marketing plan at all, (laughs) which I definitely didn't when I was at that stage of trying to make my first six figures. I really didn't have a marketing plan. I was just like going with what felt nice, like when I felt inspired to post, I was I would spend so much time consuming other people's content to get ideas. Like it was a little bit of a hot mess express, but there were also like things that I did at this level that I was so grateful for, like just having the courage to post, to try something new, because again, I didn't have a support network of other entrepreneurs. I really didn't even know other people who had their businesses at the time. So 
a lot of this was very scary and new for me and I was getting in front of new people all the time so I had to build that confidence to even move forward with doing this but one of the things that I noticed at this stage was that I felt really pressured to be everywhere all the time and I noticed this a lot with traditional business advice we are often pushed to an omnipresence marketing strategy which is this idea that if we can get in front of as many people as possible as often as possible then we're going to get more leads and more people applying to work with us buying our products and becoming clients and i'm not saying that that approach doesn't work but it doesn't work for everyone so i noticed that when I tried to adopt that, I felt super burned out. I couldn't really be consistent and I thought that it was my fault. Like I thought I was missing something from the process when in reality it just wasn't the strategy that worked best for me. So when I thought about what six-figure solopreneurs do in their marketing plans, I realized that they really simplified it. They mastered one marketing channel. And again, following the theme, they chose this very intentionally and very strategically. This marketing channel is one that best supported the business model, the lifestyle design, their energy management and how they're structured on a day-to-day basis to thrive. It also best supported leading people through the marketing process of learning about who they are, what they do, thinking, okay, like, can this person even help me? And leading them through the process of applying or taking that next step with their signature scalable offer, whether that's applying or just straight out purchasing it. Another thing to consider with your simplified marketing plan is that it also centralizes the most potent content type for you to be consistent with. And what I mean by that is... Are you best writing out your ideas or speaking out your ideas through audio or creating video or making really interesting visual graphics? By focusing on one of these four content types, you're able to choose marketing channels that best support those and that is how you leverage your reach and get in front of your target audience, get in front of your ideal clients as easily as possible without it feeling super forced. By mastering one marketing channel, the one that best fits all of these things, you're able to not only feel good about your marketing again, have it feel easy and have it feel like, wow, this feels like art. (laughs) This feels really enjoyable to do and I want to keep showing up and I want to keep doing it. That energy is also getting infused within your marketing assets. So it's not even just about the content itself. It's also like how you feel about that and how that's able to translate and amplify the energy behind. This is what I do. I love it. I want to help as many people as possible. And here's how. That is what's going to help to attract not just any ideal clients, but like your most qualified leads. So that way you don't even need to have a huge audience. You can have a small but mighty audience of people who are so into what it is that you're doing and how you help and 
they're going to make their move to apply as soon as you say, like, doors are open. Like, that feels really good. And again, this is why I'm such an advocate for a high ticket, low volume business model when you are a six figure solopreneur, because I would very much rather have an audience of like 300, 500 people, maybe even a thousand people, but all of them or almost all of them are highly qualified leads. They're all people who I know I can help and they're all just, you know, waiting or making the decision, they're in the decision-making process of considering when do I join the program? Like, that, I would much rather have that than have a viral audience or have tens of thousands of people following me who really don't care about what it is I'm doing or don't care to work with me. So again, this is not the traditional be everywhere, do everything, reach everyone, don't leave any money on the table kind of marketing strategy. But instead, this is like, okay, let's think really intentionally about this. Let's be conscious about what we're choosing to do inside of our business and making decisions based on that, based on the data that's in our business and that best supports the version of success that we want to have. That is the third component of having a six-figure solopreneur business. And we are on the last component of a six-figure solopreneur business, which is having a simplified selling strategy. So going along with a simplified business plan, at the stage that you're at right now, when you're still trying to make that first 100K, there's this, again, pressure to not leave any money on the table, which I think hurts a lot more solopreneurs than it helps. By focusing so much on creating passive income and not leaving any money on the table, the actions that are now being pushed to sell are making it harder for people to actually become clients, to go from being leads to clients. This looks like having a fully stuffed link in bio. You have like 10 different links, 20 different links, 30 different links of all different things and places that people can go. You're having all these different like actions people need to take in their selling strategy. If selling to your lead feels like, okay, I got to cross the bridge, pay the bridge toll, go to the library, open the bookshelf, cross into Narnia. Like if it feels that complicated, people are not going to buy from you. (laughs) So instead, we need to simplify all of that down and really center building your active selling skills by mastering sales calls. I know, I know, I hear you already, but Blue, I don't want to do sales calls. Well, we're going to have to get over that. (laughs) I am such a pro sales call advocate because no other selling medium really gives you the space to meet one-on-one with your ideal clients, with your ideal leads, right? to really focus on your active selling skills, which are necessary to cross the six-figure point, and also create a container that even if they don't become clients, even if they don't enroll in your program, you are still actively doing market research with qualified leads that's going to further improve your marketing, your offer, your business overall. Like There's just so many benefits to doing sales calls that it is to me a non-negotiable like you cannot skip the steps 
and skip what is required for you to get really good at sales calls in order to jump immediately to DM selling or webinar selling or any of that. Sales calls are also the highest converting when we look at all the different selling strategies. So it's, again, the one selling strategy that I recommend all of my clients to do, especially solopreneurs, because people in a solopreneur business, people want to work with you. They want to meet with you. They want to interact with you and not necessarily the tech um, and the tools that support the business. So learning how to build the skill of selling actively through meeting with somebody one-on-one. That's super important and something that you have to, by default, get good at when you have a simplified selling strategy. Again, as a solopreneur, people want to interact with you and not the tech and the tools that support your business. But by simplifying your selling strategy, you can learn how to integrate tech naturally in order to support your active selling skills and make it easier for you to convert. So all of these things help to create a really solid foundation to sell from and to lead people through the process of going from just being a lead, just being an audience member to being an actual paying client. So these are the four components that every six-figure solopreneur business has. And if you focus on creating the foundations for all of them, right? The foundation of choosing a six-figure business model, having a signature scalable offer, and creating a simplified marketing plan and a simplified selling strategy, then you are very much on your way to having a six-figure solopreneur business in the next 12 months or less. Once you're able to do that, even if you just get to the 50K mark, that is a great, fantastic, wonderful place to be in to be ready to take that next step forward and to really just skyrocket your growth by working with me inside of Six Figure Simplify, which is open for applications right now. So you can head to the show notes to get all the information about that and to apply and book your very own sales call so that we can talk about how to help you cross that six-figure threshold in your solopreneur business. All right, I hope you took a lot away from this episode. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.